Yep, yep. Yes, sir. How's everybody doing out there? My name's Dre. My co-host, Nicole. Hey, Dre. This is Exposed, where we talk about data stats on a day-to-day experiences in people's lives. And today, we are going to talk about the lack of accountability. The lack of accountability in relationships. Let me get real specific. Mm -hmm. Usually, stories that we hear when it comes to relationships is always one-sided. You never really get both sides of the story and it's from a sympathy standpoint you know when an individual wants to talk about their behalf in a situation but they never really talk about what they did wrong mm-hmm. and so today we're going to talk about a couple things in regards to like I said a lack of accountability and how to take accountability because at the end of the day it's okay to speak your half but speak your half and what you did wrong we're adults you know nobody's gonna lay us over their lap and spank us and it's okay you, you're really giving insight on the whole actual situation, whatever it is that went down. And then just talking about in regards to like, you know, your significant other and you guys may have had an argument or whatever the case may be. And you guys are coming together to talk about, you know, OK, this is what bothered me. This is what hurt me. And for the party on the receiving end, you know, you have one or two things to do to take accountability or to just brush it off. Like, no, that's not true. I never did that. And so we're going to talk about a couple of things that uh, will help individuals out there to be better communicators in their relationship. My first question that I want to throw out there is like, what does taking accountability look like? Uh, I think it means to admit fault, to not only, you know, talk about what the other person did, but maybe why they reacted a certain way or what you did to cause a certain reaction. Mm-hmm. It's important to... Not till just your side. I mean, of course, everybody has their perspective and their opinions. But to understand, if you're trying to tell the story, you want to tell both sides or um, tell what you did wrong. So you not only admit fault, but you give the full. Right. The full story. The full story. Yeah. So that person can give you advice on the full story. Right. That way. Yeah. They can have something. If whoever it is that you're venting to or um, talking about the situation to, they at least have something to gauge off of, like, okay, all right, you my partner and all, but I do want to let you know that you were in the wrong because X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. No one's perfect in a relationship. And that's a big red flag for me. I remember when we were talking about something, like, we were talking about you having an argument in one of your past relationships, and Mm -hmm. you were saying how there's always a buildup to something. Right. And people only talk about the the biggest thing like right. oh, nobody's he, just lashing out yeah or like say it's just as like an extreme extreme scenario but say somebody like gets hurt right like this man threw a brick through my car window mm-hmm. it's like okay what made him do that or what was the build-up to that because he didn't just come in throwing bricks at your car you right know? exactly right and i think that a lot of people you know they do things and then tuck their tail and play the innocent role and that's not a lot of people, you know, get jammed up. A lot of people are locked up. A lot of people have lost their lives because of situations and scenarios like that. You know, uh, people have lost court cases behind people that play victim. And the other side of the story isn't able to be presented. Uh, so I kind of feel like today, like I said, we're going to talk about just, you know, how to navigate better communication. Um, for me, the lack of accountability looks like uh, just... If I'm talking to you, uh, say like 
a situation, like something has bothered me mm-hmm. that you've done, mm-hmm. um, and I'm expressing myself like, "Yo, you did X, Y, Z. You did this. You know, I would appreciate if you appreciate it if you were not to do that anymore." And then you turn around and like, "Well, I don't recall ever doing anything like that. Actually, it was you that did." Like, wait, wait, what? Like, oh, so we're flipping this thing mm-hmm. and we're we're about to like blame this on me. Like, you clearly just did something hell out of pocket. But we're about to reverse this shit, and then we're going to throw it on me like you to be mad at me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, you know, just a, it's just a disconnection when it comes to communication. And just when you're when you're having those tough conversations with the opposing party, like, it's best for you guys to, you know, at least converse about the topics lightly. That way nobody gets offended. It needs to happen immediately as well. You can't let it, you know, two, three weeks pass, and then you bring it up something. Right. bothered you right right exactly you know and like you said having open communication at the end of the day and just eliminating the blame game you know it's is i'm not calling you out on these things to like bash you and point this finger at you like you're this bad person you're the bad guy but i'm letting you know like what you're doing is affecting me in some kind of way and if we're going to make this work i need you to work on these things so we could better strengthen our relationship I feel like people's pride and ego gets in the way sometimes, especially when they're being called out. Mm-hmm. What you think? And it hurts to for someone to highlight your wrongdoings or your flaws. I don't want to hear what I'm doing wrong. Right. I don't want to hear what I need to work on. Right. Especially if I'm the type of person where I feel like I don't have anything I need to improve on. Right. Or I'm just, you know, I'm a good person. I don't need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. That's going to make me feel some type of way. I don't want you to highlight that. Right. Do you feel like it's unhealthy? Absolutely. Everybody has things they need to work on. Right. You can't just assume that you don't fall into any of that or you don't have anything that can use some type of improvement. Do you think like it it displays a, a low self like a low level of self-confidence for a person not to be able to be able to be an adult like you know what i was wrong Mm, i don't know about self-confidence i think it means that you you just don't you're not self-aware but i do think that you need some type some type of confidence to be adult enough to admit Mm, mm, i agree yeah yeah that's true now that now that i'm kind of like thinking about it yeah like if i lack confidence I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have the balls enough mm-hmm. to let you know that. Admit. Like I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm wrong at what I did. And you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes people react off impulse. Like you are, you know, emotions are running high at the time. Mm-hmm. You're not really thinking about what your actions are gonna, mm-hmm. what consequences come after your actions. So you may not think about it until afterwards. Like, oh dang, I shouldn't have reacted like that. Or I should have, you know, took my time and you know did mm-hmm. things differently. It's okay to say, I shouldn't have done that. But I think when you don't, and you kind of just, you find justification in all your actions as, you know, as it being good or you're not doing anything wrong, it's always the other person. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes a problem. You know how I was just talking about how you could call out something that I did, and then I could flip it and turn around it and blame it on you? Mm-hmm. And now you're taking uh, responsibility for something that's not your fault. Yeah, you're now apologizing for something that like, you like, cry, like, wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. I'm sorry. Nigga, did you just do reverse psychology on me? Yeah. 
did you just manipulate me into believing that I was like I was the bad guy? Because once you once once you display acceptance to that, they're gonna run with that forever. Oh, you mean okay? That's gonna be the narrative now, like right. going forward. Like, this how yes, know. this motherfucker just accepted blame for that shit. The heat is off me. Now we about to run with this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, I think it's just and when you're in a relationship, it's never just one person's fault. Mm-hmm. One person, you're not in a relationship with just one person. It's two people. Two people have feelings. Two people need to work at the relationship to make it work. Mm-hmm. So it's never going to be just one person's fault that, sh- that it didn't work out. Right. Bottom line, two people contributed. There's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. How did you contribute to what did not work? Or did you contribute to what is working and put right. the effort into making it work? But anytime somebody is just pointing the finger at everybody else, I think that's a big red flag. Mm-hmm. I even tell like my friends to this day, if they're venting to me about their dude and what he's doing, I'm like, okay, so what was your part in this? And right. they look at me like, whose side are you on? Right. I'm on your side, but I'm trying to understand the whole thing because right. so because if I understand what it is that you did, I could then you know let you know like sis. You mm-hmm. should have moved this kind of way for mm-hmm. him not to be able to, not for him not to react the way that he did. Yes, he's wrong for the subsequent act, but at the same time, like, let's backtrack. Sis, you were antagonizing the fuck out of him from what you're explaining to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of feel like. And also, that person's not there to give their side of the story, but you're venting to me and, you know, crying on my shoulder about what this person is doing. In right. order for me to make give you good sound advice, mm-hmm. I really can't do that if I don't even know. Right, and I, I'm maybe I'm not I'm not supposed to know the intricate details details of your relationship, but if you're venting to me, mm-hmm. I need certain information to be able to be your friend and be that you know shoulder for you to cry on, be someone that's like a safe space for you to mm-hmm. you know get advice from. But that's not I'm not if you telling me everything he did wrong, I'm like oh yeah he's this he's this he's this, and I'm also painting a picture of this person. Because, of course, my loyalty lies with my friend. Right. And I'm now looking at this man sideways, like, hating him almost. And he, he really did Bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And when I see him, I'm giving him the side eye. And he really probably wasn't even doing nothing that was that. Right. That's right. not fair. Right. So do you feel like it's um, a sign of manipulation for a person to say it's all your fault? A sign of manipulation? Are you a manipulator? If you're saying basically, no, it's all your fault. You walk through this door and you just mm-hmm. like, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. I, I just did hella shit. Just I'm tossing shit all over the house. That ain't really how it went. Mm-hmm. He probably did toss it. He or she probably did toss shit around the house. But what was the buildup? What blame? What? What did you cause? Mm-hmm. What did you contribute to the altercation? You mm-hmm. wasn't you wasn't there just eating your dinner or quietly. sitting there in silence, <laughs> right? Like, come on, bro. So, do you really do you feel like do you feel like it's a form of manipulation to place all the blame on somebody to paint them out to be this 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 horrible person? Yeah, I think that not only does that apply to when there's an altercation, mm-hmm. but say, I mean, I think any aspect of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Say you're, I don't know, single and you've been single for a long time. You're looking for a significant other ain't everybody's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going on all these dates and all these men are trash and da, 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 and you know, everybody has something wrong with them and nothing's going to work. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so when do you take accountability for what you need to work on? Yeah. <laughs> Why are none of your relationship working? Why can't you find, yes, it's okay. I, the dating pool isn't that great. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is a factor. 
But if you are coming across people who are genuinely interested in you, who you can potentially build with, but you're finding little things that are not working or, you know, everything is everybody else's fault. When do you turn around, look in the mirror and say, wait, maybe it's me. Right, right, right. Maybe I'm too picky. Maybe I have some unhealed trauma that I haven't, you know, invested time into trying to, you know, fix and mm-hmm. seek help for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something as little as like maybe I'm overlooking the good guys and friend zoning them. Maybe I need to reevaluate what I want or whatever. Right. So what stops us from being accountable, you think? I think it may have something to do with insecurity mm-hmm. and your confidence. If I'm extremely insecure and I'm unsure of not only what I want or where this relationship is going, I don't want to be the person who's considered the problem. Right. For someone that doesn't, you know, doesn't want to take accountability, uh, you know, they they refuse to acknowledge how their actions affect their partner. And they continue on like a negative cycle of... Insisting that their partner you, is the problem. Yeah, but y'all make up and then it comes up right again. Right. It's always them, never you. Okay, with that being said, when you do take accountability or you practice accountability in your relationships, what are some things that you're doing? Well, some of the things you're doing, I mean, you're having healthy conversations. You're letting your partner or the person that you have a problem with express yourself mm-hmm. and you're all ears and you're soaking in what it is that they're expressing to you yeah allowing them to vent and then you know then you say your piece not only that i think you're allowing them to vent and you're allowing them to tell you what how they felt and what you did wrong or how that made them feel right. and you looking at yourself like oh okay well i'm not gonna do that anymore so you're gonna make changes because you want to be in a healthy relationship and you want your partner to be secure mm-hmm. and you want things to right. go accordingly so you're gonna look at yourself like oh okay that made my partner feel like this, so I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do something differently next time. Do you feel like it's, it's best to express the strengths and weaknesses when it comes to taking accountability? I'm, I'm speaking from an angle of when you're sitting down by yourself and really trying to trying to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, learning how to, just learn how to, you know, be able to be more expressive with how things may affect you and how you may affect somebody. So, really just trying yeah, to come you- up with a, with a formula on how to be a better resolver in situations. I think that comes with practice. You have to really focus on being empathetic to your partner, acknowledging the things that they don't like or the things that they've expressed to you, really feeling for them, Mm -hmm. putting yourself in their shoes. Like, how would I feel if this person did that to me? So being more patient. Patient, empathetic, sympathetic to how they feel, Mm -hmm. encouraging them to tell you, hey, what are you... What am I? What can I improve on? What 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 don't you like about how that situation went? Right. Or what do you think that we can do differently next time, so that not only they know that you're not only invested in the relationship, but you care about their feelings? Do you think that people have a hard time with being honest and kind of try to hold back? You know. Yeah, because you you don't know what their reaction is going to be, and if you don't want them to have a negative reaction, you're trying you you think that you're conserving their feelings by not being 100% honest with them, but you're truly putting them at a disadvantage. So, do you also feel like asking for like feedback when you're having those conversations, just kind of try to even out the playing field and it being neutral as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So say we're having a conversation, like I said, I may have done something to bother you. Do you think it would be best for me to be like, you know, I'm expressing and acknowledging what you're telling me. Then, you know, with my feedback, with what you're telling me, do you feel like after all of what I've expressed to you on like acknowledging how I, you know, I've made you feel, do you feel like it would be best for me to then ask for your feedback? Like, how did how do you feel about like 
me being open and honest. Mm-hmm. Prime example that if we're having a, a discussion about something, maybe it's a heavy topic, an uncomfortable topic, mm-hmm. and I make a certain facial expression. Mm-hmm. Instead of you saying, you know, assuming how that made me feel, you're going to ask, okay, I've seen you make a certain look when I said that. How did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. And really taking into consideration how that made that person feel. So, like, acknowledging their perspective. Mm-hmm. So, being, like, empathetic with your partner. is Not only empathetic, but you are putting yourself in their shoes mm-hmm. and trying to understand why they did something or why they felt a certain way. So, what's a good example of, like, keeping responses respectful and considerate of the other party's feelings? Like, if we're having, we're conversing, having a conversation, and I'm letting you know how you've been making me feel lately. Like, what would be a great way to respond in a respectful manner to where I don't feel offended without you being defensive? Because, like, I feel like I could be letting you know how I feel, and a lot of people don't know how to control themselves where they don't come off being defensive. So, like, just listen. Don't yeah. say nothing. Don't interrupt the person. Don't overtalk them. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Let them have the floor. Don't react to whatever they're saying mm-hmm. while they're saying it. Mm-hmm. Let them have their stage and say their piece and then you say okay I understand what you meant by this or can you elaborate on this explain to me more about this I didn't quite understand that Mm -hmm. I think this kind of falls like with what you're saying like I said you know being honest with your partner instead of being defensive like like how do you like own own your behavior and take responsibility again I think it takes time I can speak from my own experience I haven't always been 100% honest Mm -hmm. with my partner Mm -hmm. I may give you a snippet of it but I don't want to give you the whole thing because I know that's going to piss you off. Or I have a feeling of how you're going to react to that. And I'm trying to avoid that. So as you get older and you go through certain situations, it's like, well, either way, you probably, you know, it may be a lose-lose situation, but you're probably going to end up better off if you just lay everything out on the table. Do you feel like, back to what we were talking about earlier, taking the blame for things that you haven't done just to kind of like... No. Why would you do that? No, hold on, because people do it. So like, like I said... You're letting me know how I made you feel, but then I turn that shit back on you. Do you feel like that's a form of abuse, like in a like form of abusive behavior? You're you're basically manipulating me to believing that I'm the one that's the that's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a well. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Okay. You're letting me know how I made you feel, but then I flip that shit and put it back on you. And now I'm saying I'm so sorry, right. and I'm the one who initiated the conversation. So because I just you man- <laughs> I just manipulated you. Yes. Into believing that you're the problem. When Mind really, games are real. But man. when when really, no, let me, yeah, when really I was the problem, mm-hmm. that's a form of abuse. Yeah, because you're trying to take the heat off yourself. That's verbal abuse. And actually. pushing it off onto somebody else. Right, 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 right. Um, that happens a lot, actually. Yeah, right. And people don't really pick up on it till later on. Like, wait yeah. a minute. Because I used to watch, like, videos on, like, domestic violence and, like, the abuser would be like, well, you know, I'm sorry for doing that, but you made me do it. You made me hit you because you said this. And then right. the, the person who getting beat is like, I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry right. that I did that. You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Like, what? Like, wait a minute. That man just blackened your eye. Exactly. Like, right. that's, yeah, no, that's definitely a form of abuse. Um, I think for my next question, uh, what is being accountable? Well, yeah. What does being accountable in a relationship mean? To me? Yeah, yeah. Admitting wrongdoings, acknowledging your part in whatever the issue may be. Mm-hmm. A meaningful but Not even issues, though, but the good, too. Right. Let's not just talk about the negative. Right. If we're 
we have great chemistry. We're communicating well. Mm-hmm. We have a great, we're building something really good. Mm-hmm. I can't do that by myself. Right. So let's both take accountability for our contribution to that, mm-hmm. to things going well, to us mm-hmm. building a good foundation. Let's talk about it. So or, like, like I said, a meaningful apology and letting your partner know that, yo, look, I'm not going to do this again. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I own up to it. Yeah, you take in mental notes. Yeah. You don't like when I tell people or, you know, whatever the case is, what I did, you didn't like that. That right. made you feel a certain way. I want to know how that made you feel in that moment, mm-hmm. how I can make sure that that doesn't happen again, mm-hmm. and you need to tell me in real time what that issue is. Don't bring it up right. three, four days later. Right. So, and then, like, like I said, you know, making sure that, you know, follow through with your promise by mm-hmm. making meaningful changes. And have those difficult conversations. Like, everybody has times when they're like, I don't really want to talk about that. I don't want to address the elephant in the room. But to avoid it can make things worse. So I think just having those real conversations right away. Mm-hmm. And then not only saying you're going to make this, the changes, but really doing it. Because right. you could say all day, I'm not going to do that again. But then tomorrow you did the same thing again. Right. I've had that issue before. I've had that issue. Just reoccurring. Yeah, like, I'm same. just yeah, saving face pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to hold my end up the, the bargain. I would expect and trust that you'll do the same thing. Right. But I also will like, in my head, if we're taking full accountability, we're not only making these changes, but we're checking in regularly to make sure the changes were made and that we are making sure that we're avoiding that, whatever right. that issue was. So maybe two, three months down the line, okay, hey, babe, remember we talked, we had this issue. Do you feel like that was resolved? Do you feel like we're doing better? Do you feel like things have gotten worse? Like just... Opening that door on a regular basis. Right. Now, are you doing that out of anger or outburst when you're addressing what's bothering you? And if it, if it is out of anger or out of outburst, how do you, uh, you know, express yourself without, like, lashing out? I think when you're in a relationship with somebody long enough, you know how they communicate. Not really. What? Not really. If you're dating somebody for over like a year or two, you don't know how they communicate? No. You should not be with that person. No, that's not true because you don't really know. You don't really know how. After that long? You don't really know because every situation is different. You know what I mean? So that person don't know what you about to address. And you don't know what type of reaction. Mm, I'm not saying you have to predict what they're going to address. You know how that person communicates. But you're predicting. No, listen. So if you know somebody that you're the person that you're with is not confrontational, you're going to have a certain tone to your voice. You're going to approach them differently than you would somebody who's maybe more defensive mm-hmm. or usually more combative. Mm-hmm. You're going to cater the way you communicate with them to how they communicate. If I'm a soft, timid person and I don't communicate with yelling, screaming, arguing, you can't come to me like that. But everybody's not like that. So, But I'm saying you... I'm saying you learn your partner over time. To the best of your ability. Right. So if I know you are more sensitive to higher voice or somebody, you feel like someone's talking down to you or they're yelling at you Mm -hmm. or their tone is very aggressive, I'm not going to come at you like that when I'm trying to address something. So you're catering the way that you're communicating with the way your partner communicates. Like, for instance, with you, you're very more so masculine and you're more so... Like you have a leadership leadership qualities. You're not gonna communicate well with the woman who's yelling at you, putting her finger all in your face, calling you all these type of names. That's not how you communicate. Right, I'm gonna shut down. Matter of fact, 
I'm out of here. Exactly. So if we're trying to have a dialogue and get something addressed and work through something, you're not going to talk to them like that. That makes sense. So how do you practice having uncomfortable uh, and necessary conversations? You just have them and work through it, even Mm -hmm. if it is uncomfortable. Because I'm definitely somebody who tries to avoid uncomfortable conversations because I don't like to. Nobody likes to feel uncomfortable. But you do feel better. You have them, though. Right. You feel better after you have them. Right. It's like weight off shoulders. Right. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, for me, I think I'm more so, I don't know if it has to do with age or just past experiences, but I don't care how the conversation is about to affect you or make you feel. I'm going to get it off my chest, and I'm going to have it in the most respectful manner. Look, this is this is what's bothering me. you either going to fix it, or you just going to sweep it under the rug and avoid the whole thing. It's the whole purpose of the conversation, but it's about having those, it's about having those uncomfortable conversations. So you could help that person realize, like, yo, like, what you did was totally foul. You violated. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't cool. And um, I think that everybody tries to avoid those type of conversations to save face and to be in a good grace for that other person. And I feel like, you know, have that conversation. Have those conversations that way. You can kind of set the tone. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, they ain't going to do that shit again. Yeah, and then if you don't, you, you just, what, sweep it under the rug and then let more time go by. No, you let more time go by so more things are building up and then... They're going to keep violating you. They, right, but then you're going to explode and gonna it's going to be... They're going to respect for you because you, you technically just let them who ride all over you. You, you. you didn't have the conversation, you know, so... I'm saying... If you don't have a conversation with me or something that I did to violate you, I, in my mind, I'm going to think, and this is where anybody, they're going to think it's okay. It's just like a mm-hmm. kid, like... Right, you didn't say anything. Right, so. you letting them color. He coloring on. He or she coloring on the wall. You're not saying anything. They're gonna continue to color on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have a conversation so they know not to do that shit again, regardless if it's gonna make them uncomfortable or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people need to practice. They need to forget my like if it's if it's something that I did. You forget how it's gonna make me feel. You need to get that off your chest and let me know to check me so I know not to do that shit again. Put me in my place. Mm-hmm. Put me in my place so I can respect you because. That's all it really boils down to at the end of the day. If you don't, if you don't address it, respect is going to be lost because they're going to continue to do it and they're going to continue not to give a fuck. And it's going to get worse. It's going to snowball. Right. And they're going to continue to be stuck in that way. So have those uncomfortable conversations um, that way, you know, they'll know moving forward that it's not, it's not cool. How do you forgive yourself? If it's some, if this, if it's something that, you know, I brought to your attention that you're, that you've done. How do you forgive yourself after we've addressed it? And do you feel like accountability takes practice? Because mm-hmm. because the thing is, is that everybody ain't adult enough to be able to let you know, okay, yo, what I did was hella, hella wrong. And I apologize sincerely. Like accountability takes practice. It's, accountability takes courage. Right. To, for me don't to nobody want to look stupid. I mean, it's, it, it's not that it, it's not like somebody's out to make you look stupid. But it's to let you know you you violated and it ain't cool. Yeah, and that's when you go back and you put yourself in that person's shoes. Like, dang, I'd be real mad if somebody did that to me. Right. You know, that would hurt my feelings, too. Because, just because, like, I was in a relationship with somebody who would say stuff like, just because I do it don't mean you could do it. Like, they're exempt from anything. Like, I could do it, but you could never do this to me. Like, what? 
what? Why? That, not only is that toxic, but that that's a whole nother, <laughs> a I whole nother it. thing. I get it. But I think it's very important to just be. You have to be really brave to say I was wrong. I apologize. I'm going to fix it and really fix it, not just say it. Do like you f- you're committed to making a change to be with that person and make your relationship work. Do you feel like people don't forgive themselves um, after taking account accountability? So I couldn't apologize to you. I just know I'll shut through my actions, but you're still giving me a hard time, which, which now I'm being more hard on myself because I'm trying to prove to you that like, I sincerely apologize. Your partner is still giving you a hard time after you've taken accountability. That, but that's a form of manipulation. That. But people okay. do that, but people do that. I'm just, this is just I get a, that, yeah. but I think that needs to be addressed at that time. So once we say, that's just like, okay, your dude cheated. Right. He's saying, I'm sorry, I won't cheat on you again. He really is committed to the relationship. Right. He made a mistake. He's not right. going to cheat anymore. Why are you still with this man if you're going to be, remember you cheated? And did it, did it. I told you I changed. Like, I'm working on changing. Right. Why are you still holding that over my head? That's when it's like, okay, maybe y'all need to go your separate ways if you're still going to be hanging this over that person's head. As hard as that is, yes, you're hurt. Your feelings are, you know, you may, ha- they cause some type of damage. But if you agree to stay with that person and believe that they're going to change, that has to be a part of the, the agreement. Right. We're not going to keep holding this over my head. That's not how you move forward. So either we're going to do this and we're going to work for it, work through it. But you, no, holding it up, y'all probably don't need to, you're not over it. And I'm not saying that you need to get over it, you know, in whatever time frame, but you can't keep holding it over that. I forgot what that uh, term, I forgot what that term is called, but it is, uh, it is, it is a a manipulative tactic that a lot of narcissists do. So basically you did wrong. I'm going to tell you you're wrong, but I'm not going to give you a chance to clean it up. Right. And make it better. Right. Okay. (laughs) Damn. I'm guilty of that. That's horrible. A lot of women do that. I'm sorry. That's bad. A lot of women do that. Do you consider how your actions do you do you consider how your actions affect your partner? Now I do. Before no, hell no. So like what we were just talking about, how you shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker apologizing to you. You talking about I I gotta go to the nail shop. We'll pick up on this later. And never. And later comes and we never talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I try to bring it up. Like like you still on that? Why are we still talking like, about why that? Why are we still talking about that? Like yeah. and then you shut down again. Mm-hmm. Like do you consider how your actions affect your partner? Mm-hmm. For sure. Now I do as someone who's had trial and error uh-huh. and been made aware of how certain things affect your relationship. But uh-huh. if you would have asked me this maybe five, six, seven years ago, uh-huh. nope. Hmm. In my eyes, this is so bad to say, the man's feelings are irrelevant. That's all women. Because. No, 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 no. That's all women. You can't say all women, Dre. That's yeah. not fair. Okay. Okay. How can I, how can I word it? Because it's a lot you of You can men. say women that you've experienced. No, because it's a lot of men that I know that experience the same thing. So how can I word that? You can't say all. That's okay. Okay. All right. You're right. My bad. Just say a lot Sorry. of women or women that My I've apologies. known. Well, statistics show. <laughs> <laughs> where's the data where's the source coming up. from google holla at me. <laughs> oh my God. the question was do you consider how your actions affect your partner i don't think during the time and the moment i don't think a lot of people uh take in consideration how their actions will affect their partner probably not in the 
in the moment. Until they actually get caught or it's called out. Yeah. And it's like, mm, you got you to gotta think about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you got any type of heart and your heart don't pump vodka, um, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you'll really take, you know, in consideration how, you know, your actions are affecting your partner. I think it's after the fact. Mm-hmm. Me too. And you got to apologize about it. Now, there are people that, you know, think before they do. But there are quite a few people that are impulsive. I'm impulsive at times. You're hella impulsive. I know. All the time. I got to be. I got to be. I got to be on go. <laughs> no, fool. Because then you be like, well, I shouldn't have did that. Yeah, I shouldn't have did that. Yeah, it happens. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, do you agree that one partner in a relationship is the only one to blame for relationship problems? I think we talked about this mm-hmm, No. Uh, a little bit earlier. I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's tried. You know, in the very beginning, especially during breakups or after the breakup, oh, somebody has sure. to take all the blame. Yeah. Until the smoke clears. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker yeah. could really speak it on the truth. Yeah. Like, why did y'all break up? Oh, he cheated. He was horrible. All right. He why was you letting this, that nigga still that. fuck then? Oh, my God. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, what? No, I'm just saying. No, uh, let's keep it black and white. We ain't talking about the double and back and the... Oh, no, let's just keep it black and white, okay? Okay. <laughs> Y'all break up, and somebody asks one person in the relationship, why did y'all break up? And it's, oh, that person did this. This is why we're no longer together. He was abusive. Go They're ahead. never going to say, well, I nagged him all the time. I never, you know, I withheld sex. or They're not going to say what they did. Right. That's what the question is, right? So they're right. always going to blame the other person. Because they have to look, not to cut you off, but they have to look their best in the light for the next candidate. Unfortunately. <laughs> but I think that comes with, like, as you get older, who cares? Because the truth is going to come out eventually. But who, why is it so, why is that such you'd a be big surpri- deal? You'd be surprised, man. And unfortunately, I don't know, do men do that? Of course they do. But I think when you, like, when... You're getting to know someone new, and you're asking the getting to know you questions. It's important. Not only do you ask, okay, what happened in your last relationship? And then whatever they respond to, your next question is, well, what was your part in this? And then they stop, and they look like, oh, shit. You know, like they have they're to reevaluate gonna, it. They're still not going to tell the truth. Well, you just and have to hope they do. No, and if it's on the spot. They only gonna leave. They gonna leave out shit. You okay, know, but if it, listen, if they say nothing, you are gonna be looking at them sideways like, no, okay, that's a fucking know, lie. You want to know what you do? What? Call them up. Call who up? Call your ex. Let me talk to him. No. Why not? No. Me. You're not in a relationship with the ex. You're that's trying to fine. get to know that person. Okay, so why do jobs call for references? For reference? I get it. I get where you're going with this, Jay. But. I just don't know if that's going to be the most effective. I don't know. It, it, it I've actually, never had that situation happen. No, nah, but so it, it's sure. actually very effective. Have you done that before? Let me think. <laughs> Knowing your ass, I feel like you did. Or you at least in a DM like, hey, I'm dealing with your, no, your they, ex. What's something they, I need to look out I've for? Had a, I have had guys tap in with me. Hmm? About the girl. About someone you used to date? About someone that I could be, you know, dealing with. To get 
a reference check? I, I, I didn't ask for it. They'll just, you know, motherfuckers be trying to tap in. Like, motherfuckers, people still be, like, stalkerish and shit like that after the relationship. And this individual was able to get in contact with me. What did they say? Just kind of, like, pre-warning me. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Was this, like... This was years ago. This was uh, probably, like, 11 years ago. Okay. That's weird to me. And his sister. Really? Yeah. That's hella weird to me. The thing is, you know, I was doing music, so it's not hard to get in contact with. Like, a nigga that's out there, it's it's not hard to tap in, you feel me? It's not hard. It's not about that, though. But but I'm just letting you know the way to track somebody down. It's not hard if Mm -hmm. you're out there. And so, So they they tapped in, and, you know, I just kind of, like, I I looked out. Like, okay. You gave them what they were looking for? Gave them? Right. Okay. So if they tapped in, I'm assuming they're like, "Hey, I, I know you used to talk to this person. I'm now dealing with no, them." No, I never opened up and let them know. Like, okay, so uh, okay, I'm so I'm looking, asking, what like, was your response? Okay, thank you. Thank you for letting me know you're dealing thank with you. them. No, no, you're you're missing what I'm saying. So, I was dealing with the person. Oh, and the ex reached out like, "Hey, I'm warning you about like, this person." Like, not only like I'm warning you, but like, like just be aware, just just be cool, just like, oh, like, like okay. on some tread lightly type shit. Why would they have that? And his sister. But did you know them? No, but like I said, I was doing music. So what? But why would they care about what you need to look out for if they don't even know you? The thing is that it was probably on some hater shit, but on hating on the girl or whatever the case may be. But, you know, that actually helped me out. Was that what they said true? Because mm-hmm, a lot of shit that he was saying made a lot of sense later on down the line. How long did you deal with him? Like six months. Mm-hmm. I've never had a situation like that. It could happen. Um, of course, it could happen, but that it could happen. Or if you just out and about and you just see the she see the motherfucker you you dealing with get beat up for no like, like God, dude, like <laughs> yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, you thought we wasn't gonna find you for doing that shit to? Ooh, I've seen that happen before. Niggas getting beat up over over women that they done probably fucked over, and, and she got brothers or cousins, and he just get whopped, just. Out of nowhere, like, bruh, like, you good? Like, you just got the brakes beat off you, bro. Mm-mm. I don't know. That's, that's what? a bit much. It happens. I get that. It happens, That's man. crazy. That's like me reaching out to a girl who I know dealt with somebody who I'm getting serious with. Hey, girl. Why would you reach you out? Know. Why would you reach out? They, it, Maybe I've seen a no, red flag and I need confirmation. No. I would never do that personally. Just disclaimer. That's not in my character at no, all. What I'm saying though, they'll come to you. It'll come to you. And saying, I know you mess with this person. Let me tell you about them. Yeah, it'll come to you. That shit will come to you. It will come to you either way. You don't need nobody like, to come. Right, but you don't need to put, you don't need to tap in with, with like, let me do my research. Yeah, no, I would never let do that. Let me go Facebook. I would never what do you that. Say your ex, what you say your ex name was? And, you know, do you, you do your research and shit like that. Fuck no. I mean, that that would be kind of corny to do. But like I said. Like, it's one thing to do like a, a snoop or like an Instagram or Facebook snoop session. That's one thing. But actually reaching out to that person and communicating with yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Hmm? Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. No. I'm not doing that. You know, that the, the info will come to me if, 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 it's, Always. if, it's, if, it's, if it's that serious. Always. Um. 
do you agree that it's best to understand how certain behaviors in a relationship influences your partner, whether positively or negatively? Mm-hmm. That's a part of communicating with your partner. So, like, give me an example. If your partner is, I guess, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Okay, say... You know certain behaviors are triggering to your partner, mm-hmm. and they may influence a certain behavior. Mm-hmm. You're going to approach them differently than if you didn't know what those behaviors were. Mm-hmm. So if I know that, like again, how we were talking about like the tone when you're arguing with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm not going to come at you yelling, going off, all in your face, hitting you, cussing you out. If I know that behavior is going to affect you negatively. Mm-hmm. But if I come to you with a calm demeanor and we have, we're have we sitting on the couch and we just having a free-flowing conversation, mm-hmm. that's going to affect you positively. So that's how I'm going to communicate with you. And that's how I'm going to initiate taking the, the accountability for whatever the issue is. Right. But yeah. I also think it's important to make sure that your partner does the same. Do you feel like... so? In a healthy situation, yeah, you're going to come with behaviors that will influence your partner positively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about, like, in a negative way? Personally, I would be avoiding that. But what if, if you can't? Negative. What if you're dealing with somebody that negatively is trying to trigger you? I don't communicate like that. I... No, it's not that you're communicating like that, but they're communicating at you like that to try to get a reaction out of you. They won't get a reaction. To, to, you don't know that. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, so I, I think it's important to outline this. Being accountable comes, there's different phases to it. Like there's steps you have to take to be accountable. So the first I think is you need to define what that looks like for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Every relationship is different. So we need to make sure we set these boundaries early on. What is the expectation here for everybody so that we can move accordingly? What does good accountability look like? What is our positive accountability? What does negative accountability look like? What does good communication look like? How can we be successful in this? Mm-hmm. So you're putting down, you're laying down the foundation. You're defining it. And then next, you're communicating so that you can make sure you're doing what you define correctly. Great. Next, that's when you do your check-ins and you're assessing what's going well Mm -hmm. and what needs improvement. And then that's when you like, you follow through with it. Like, okay, this is working for us as a couple. This is not working for us. These are ways, these are things that we need to do to make sure that going forward, we make these changes. So back to the the negative part, because I keep thinking like, we're like, circling or avoiding that <laughs> so okay playing a victim right what does that mean what does playing I'm, a victim mean well so we talk about how the other person's to blame but when you play the victim are you trying to convince other people that you're the innocent party or mm-hmm. what does that look like you're, yeah you're trying to so when you do tell your story you come off as innocent so you admit no fault right okay so I found, example okay i found something online okay so it's something that narcissist um, a common narcissistic strategy is to play the victim you hurt me poor poor me instead of working through the issue with you or internally they have no problem dragging others into it by lying and painting you as the perpetrator and themselves as the victim mm-hmm. 
Oftentimes, this involves the aforementioned preemptive strike or provoking to get a reaction. For example, destroying your property, slandering you, turning people against you, or physically attacking you. And then, when you respond appropriately to their active or passive aggression, now they can say that you're the aggressor because you're hurting them or that you're unreasonable because of your wild, unacceptable behavior. Mm -hmm. That's really crazy. But I think we need to kind of... (laughs) rewind a little bit and we need to define what a narcissist is sure so um i'm gonna have to pull it up because there, there's a lot of i could give you my terminology but uh there's a different type of narcissist i would first start with uh okay psychology major yes nah, man, shout, out, <laughs> shout out my cousin shout out my cousin Sid for uh putting you up on what a narcissist yeah is. man because yeah i was in a situation a while back and that's when he kind of educated me on the not kind of he did educate me mm-hmm um, so you have, um, there's actually seven. There's the grandiose. Seven types. Yeah, there's seven types. Okay, let's go through it. Actually, he's saying that it's six, but yeah, there's six types. Well, sorry about that. So you have your grandiose, also known as uh, agentic and overt narcissism. I'm not going to read all of these. You got the covert narcissist. I think I just, I'm looking for like an overview of like what a narcissist So the overview of a narcissist, gotcha. Just so people can understand when you talk about narcissists and kind of So basically a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Uh, personality qualities include thinking very highly of oneself, needing admiration, believing others are inferior, inferior and lacking empathy for others. One of several types of personality disorders is a mental condition in which people have inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy, like I said. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, like I'm saying, so playing the victim. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that definition. <laughs> Do you want to touch anything else on this on this topic? I'm about to go there, Jay. Go, go ahead. <laughs> go, to, go ahead. I want to know, because you're very passionate about this. It's like your eyes light up when you talk about this and mm-hmm. the negative aspect of it. So have you been the person that's made out to be the bad guy? Hell yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Tell me more. Like what? How I deal with it? Mm-hmm. Or? Yeah. How does that make you feel? How do you navigate that? Or do you? I'm currently dealing with that. Uh-oh. You don't know what to expect. Wait, rewind. You're currently dealing with that. So you're currently being painted as this villain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the other party is now the angel. playing the innocent role. No, they never started. It's, they always were. Oh, okay. So they had no fault in no. in anything in the situation. <laughs> Was this a relationship? An intimate relationship that mm-hmm. we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Or is this like a work relationship? Or- nah. I just started working for somebody. This now, nah, this is intimate. It's intimate, okay. So, an intimate relationship. Somebody's making you feel be the villain. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you had? Were you a villain at all in in any parts of? Yeah, it? I was reactive. Okay, only reactive. So you didn't cause anything. I caused some things. Yeah, I did. What'd you cause? What like talking to other females? Okay, that was what you did. Yeah. Okay. What else? Probably had said some some nasty things. No, probably. No, I did say some nasty things. Okay, take accountability. That's oh, what yeah, we're talking definitely. about here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Um, and just reactive, reactive. So you're owning up to your wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you feel like the other party is not whatsoever. All right. It's, it's all my fault. 
Okay. So how do you handle that? That's a good question because I ask myself that every day. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, you just got to let time play itself out. And let the truth come out? Yeah. Because the timeline doesn't add up. I think you handle it differently. Just as somebody who's on the outside looking in. How do I, how do I handle it? You handle it with your your accomplishments and going forward, trying to not prove, but I guess with the things that you've accomplished in the last what year, you are using that as your kind of like defense. Nah, it's it's keeps me it keeps me from thinking about what what has happened. No, but I, when I say defense, I mean like this person is saying such bad or somebody saying bad things about me. Mm-hmm. But look, I'm actually trying to educate the youth. I'm trying to, you know, help people with their businesses. I'm trying to build, you know, stability for my son. And you're trying to use your accomplishments to kind of negate whatever is being said about you to make you look like them. Negating what way? You're doing a lot of good. For what, though? For yourself, for your son. But what am I trying to prove? For people. That whatever is being said about you is not true. That, okay, so I asked those questions to say this. That's not true. Um, none of what I'm doing. This is an observation, for right? Me, so, so it doesn't I'm have a, to be true, right? So I'm correct. I'm gonna correct you. Okay. So that's not true. Okay. Anybody that knows me, you just came in the picture. So anybody that knows who me, you, okay. You, every anybody <laughs> that knows me knows I've always been like this. Okay. I just got off track. I've just got off track. I've always been like this for years. Mm-hmm. I could soak in misery or I could shake everything off that I'm dealing with and get back on track of grinding hard and accomplishing things. Because that's what puts a smile on my face. And there's a lot of people that look up to that. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are motivated. So, But that's what I'm saying. People know that about you. So if someone's trying to paint you to be a villain, but it's not, the I'm people not, who know you know that's probably not really the case. But I'm not doing what I'm not trying to succeed to prove that I'm not the villain. Okay, I get what you're saying. That is not the reason why I'm doing yeah, what I'm okay. doing. I've always been this way. Yeah. I, it I, just happens to be I that. I used to be a musician. I put the same I put the same uh, intensity behind that. I built a company. I put the same intensity b- behind that. And everything that I got going on from commercials and all that stuff that has happened this year, I put the same intensity behind that. Mm-hmm. I've, all, I've always had this spark in me. This ain't nothing new. And that's the thing about when people just come, in, people come into your life kind of last minute not really knowing the background mm-hmm. you don't really know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. if you ask anybody Drake always been like this okay so so it has nothing to do with oh let me let me do all of this to shit on them mm-hmm. and even for the person that they trying to uh, trying to say that I'm just trying to shit on no nah, they didn't they don't even know me okay so say this is just a situation. Say you were dealing with someone who didn't take accountability and were painting you to be a villain publicly. Is it okay for them to take accountability just one-on-one with you and not publicly if oh, they take, try to? Take accountability with me then go back to doing their thing publicly? No. That's, that's usually what happens. No, no, no. That's not the question. Uh-huh. Say you are dealing with somebody or we're dealing with someone, mm-hmm. they don't take accountability, they're painting you to be this horrible villain. Publicly. Publicly. Okay. But privately, just you and them, they're taking accountability. I'm sorry, I did this. I'm sorry it made you feel this way. I'm not going to do it again. We can move forward. Would that be enough for you? No, I need you to do a public apology as well. 
Hmm. That's fair. I just wanted to know where your mind yeah, was. Yeah, don't, don't, that's equivalent to somebody giving you your props on whatever it is you're doing. Say you're a rapper or whatever. You want to do it in my inbox, but you won't do it openly. That's fake. So I need a public apology as well. Mm. Matter of fact, I want you to do, um, I want you to, uh, I want it to be a video post. <laughs> what? I go live? Let me tell everybody how, what I'm I did I'm sorry. Wrong. You know how, you know how like, oh my God. You know how like motherfucker like do an outburst like Kanye West or something like that. Then he do a public apology like on video. Like, Press conference type shit. Yeah. Mm. Like that type of song. Mm, that's wow. Okay, if that's what you want. It's all I respect at the end of the day, man. Yeah. And it's not fair for one person to be the one to take accountability, but you ain't doing shit. Do you think that people who don't take accountability have successful relationships? They probably, they probably do, but they probably find somebody that's just like them. Mm. But to actually answer your question, let me revert back. No, it never works out because a narcissist can't deal with another narcissist. You can't deal with what's... If I'm holding a mirror in front of you, you can't deal with what you see. Mm-hmm. So me being just like you, you're not going to be able to deal with that. You can't one-up me because I'm trying to one-up you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I don't see them having a successful relationship if they're dealing with somebody just like them. But usually, like, they, they prey on finding somebody that not. is less, that is not up on game about their foolery. Mm-hmm. So ungullible to the situation. But if you gamed up, the shit ain't gonna ride on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it's just, it's just really about, like, that's why I preach, like, for folks, especially men out here, man, continue to educate yourself, man. Um, continue to educate yourself, man. You got to be sharp on all four corners at all times, man, because it's really real out here, man. And shit, not just men, man, even females. You know, you just you just got to be ready, man. Uh, motherfuckers sick out here with it. Um, I think that wraps up the show, though. Uh, we talked about uh, taking accountability today and, you know, some of the games that folks play when, you know, it, it's too much heat up under them, and you know, when you're asking for them to not even asking them for t- to take accountability, but you're bringing certain things to their attention, and you know they're either going to do one or two things, they're going to take accountability, or they're going to shy away from it. We talked about that. Um, we also talked about a little little bit about narcissism and um, like how narcissists they don't take accountability. Mm-hmm. It's all your fault. You're the bad guy. You shouldn't have, even though you have firm proof, you shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have did that. And you abused me. Now your opinion is a villain. You're such a horrible person. (laughs) You know, I could go on. But, Mm. um, yeah. That was the the episode. I'm glad you guys tuned in, man. We're going to keep it lit, man. Uh, Again, I want to shout out all of the people tuning in, it's going ham right now. <laughs> this shit is crazy. This shit is equivalent to like dropping a hot song. Like I was just explaining how like all you need is the right episode 
all right episode and shit just fire up man pandemic relationships is still doing numbers it's crazy uh, and again man i really appreciate all of the supporters man this podcast has not been up for no less than what a month and a half now mm-hmm. and uh numbers are going crazy uh, i always wanted to get into the podcast world and i actually found a way and time to get in um, I'm getting love in other countries, man, and just all throughout the United States. Uh, and again, man, I'm going to keep it lit. It's something that I'm doing that y'all like, and I'm going to continue to give it to y'all. Um, if it's anything that you guys want to hear me talk about, I read a lot, and I will actually do the research on whatever it is that you guys bring to my attention. Tap in with me, man. Um, I'm not hard to get in contact with. Go ahead, and uh, you could either... Uh, matter of fact, just hit my Instagram. Hit the inbox, uh, official underscore one, underscore of, underscore one. Hit my inbox. We could chop it up, man. Let me know if it's something that you want me to talk about, man, and I get on here and voice how I feel about it. Maybe I've been through it, and I'll let you know how I dealt with it, and we just go from there. Until next time, man. Peace out.